everyone, welcome to The Beak Speaks. It is a beautiful day outside, and I am your broadcast editor and host, Soren Chowdhury. I hope you guys have all enjoyed yourself. Um, I know really quick uploads, but I'm trying to get some new stuff out for you guys, so that'll be really nice and fun. Anyways, this episode is more centered around student life and just how things have been, which is real... I mean, it's not bleak, but it's kind of rough. So, it's focused on fights and then accommodations in the classroom. And so, I hope you guys really enjoy. I will let you get to it. Hi, my name is Tejo Prabhu, and here's today's podcast, AHS's MMA Matches. Today, I have a special guest, Mahek, who's a senior at American High School. Mahek, what do you think about the school fights that have been happening recently in American? I honestly think that they're pretty unnecessary. I feel like fights are something that just shouldn't be done. It doesn't really solve anything. I feel like talking it out with words is a lot better than getting physical because that doesn't really achieve anything. I agree. Were you able to see any um, recent fights or can you describe any fights you've seen over the past years? Uh, yeah, I've seen a few. Uh, one of the biggest ones, I think, was during lunch. I was eating in the cafeteria, and a fight broke out over there. And almost instantly, there was like a crowd of people surrounding it recording. And people were asking me to record it, too, which was kind of strange. But, um, yeah, it was just a lot of, like, throwing arms around. Yeah, I, I was there during that fight, too, and I thought it was kind of weird that, like, everyone was kind of egging them on like i feel like um the only people who were trying to prevent the fight from getting worse or stopping it was the admins everyone else even like their friends were kind of just like cheering for them um have you seen any other like fights over the years that you can talk about yeah i've also seen one during brunch it was right outside the cafeteria once again um it was pretty much the same thing just administrators trying to separate them but everyone else was kind of egging them on what do you think about punishments for these kinds of fights like do you think we should have stricter punishments or um Um, i'm not sure what the punishment is for it right now but i feel like they should definitely be maybe time off school because like that's kind of really disruptive and violent and i don't know if a lot of people would feel safe in that kind of environment at school yeah i agree i think if you have to be worried about like like for this applies for teachers and students i think if you have to be worried about getting hit if a school fight since breaks out since they break out kind of randomly i feel like that doesn't create the best environment for everybody um and like uh the, about the fight they said had to happen at brunch um i also saw that one and i thought it was very like unexpected because you don't really expect these things to happen during brunch especially yeah in like the middle of nowhere like in between the tables and like i just saw students and teachers kind of getting like dragged around so that was kind of shocking i think yeah i feel like it's really hard to watch how like disrespectful the students are to the teachers too because they don't even stop fighting even when a teacher is trying to stop them if anything they'll just fight back against the teacher too and i definitely feel like there should be Uh, consequences to this like suspension and what are some solutions that you think can be implemented to stop these fights I I definitely feel like there's a lot more to it than just like 
the problems that they're fighting about because usually the problems are something super superficial like i don't know a comment one of them made so i feel like this really stems back to just like mental health i guess and yeah how you react to situations i feel like maybe if we have more counselors and more administrators available i feel like that could also help alleviate this problem because in terms of admins we should probably have like admins like Mr. Kane, for example, or Mr. Sharma, who are actually able to break apart the students without them getting hurt. Um, and as for counselors, um, I feel like if they, if we had more, maybe it would be easier for students to go talk to them about their problems and have the conversations be more personalized, rather than just designating like a couple of counselors to an entire grade or um, like a very large amount of students. I agree, and also instead of just college counselors we should also have like mental health or like therapists on campus as well because I know a lot of people need those resources and a lot of people aren't getting the help they need which might end up in them taking out what they're feeling on other people like as we're seeing around school yeah and maybe if we even like advocated more for resolving problems with counselors or with a, a teacher or a trusted adult I feel like that would prevent things from going to the extent of like fighting each other and like like we said earlier hurting teachers so what other fights have you seen like have you seen any fights that have happened at other schools maybe um i haven't been to other schools but i've seen some on like off-campus fights like at t4 for example it's once again out of nowhere i don't even know what they're fighting about but there's no teacher there to stop them, so they just fight. I don't know if it's for attention or if they genuinely don't know how to talk about their problems, but I feel like people are just willing to fight anywhere. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's also getting increasingly more dangerous because for uh, at Kennedy, I heard that um, one student like slashed another with a knife. And I feel like if that kind of violence is brought into American, it could go out of control, especially given the number of fights that we have and how often these instances happen. So thank you, Mahek, for joining this podcast. Uh, Yeah, that'll be it. Thanks, Tejal. That was really insightful. Usually we just hear about the fights from gossip or videos being censored around and so it's really nice to get someone to talk about it. Up next we have Jessalyn talking about combinations in the classroom. Hi my name is Jessalyn Sandu and I'm a senior here at American High School and today this podcast episode is kind of just going to be about how students who don't have 504s or IEPs like those kinds of accommodations like how accepting student like teachers are towards those students and I interviewed two teachers here at American actually Miss Johnson who is an English teacher and an ERWC teacher for seniors and Mr. Ben who is a physics in the universe and AP physics teacher here as well um, I kind of wanted to get people like teachers from like two different departments uh, like the arts kind of like the English language arts and then just like science and see like how they differed as well like and their opinions regarding being like uh, how do I say this like being accepting 
towards students who may not have the paperwork to show that they're struggling. Um, before we start though, I feel like most people don't really know what a 504 plan is or what an IEP is, so let me just explain that real quick. So a 504 plan is a written plan that describes the educational and related aids and services that a team or like at the school, like a principal or like a therapist, doctor, whatever, determines the students needs to receive um, this accommodation. So many people who have depression or anxiety, ADHD and other like um, kind of distractors, I guess, from like school, they typically benefit from 504s and these are different from IEPs where like an IEP focuses on educational benefits and it often includes direct services such as like speech or occupational therapy and uh, both of these uh, plans are actually free like you don't need to pay for them it's just like something that you get to kind of help you out at school or like at work or something so I actually would like to include my interview with Miss Johnson um, and then kind of see how that like differed from Mr. Ben. So like when it comes to students who don't have like 504s or like IEPs and stuff, um, they don't really like have like the document on paper and all that proof that they like need like extra help. So like are you like more willing to like work with them and like give them certain like opportunities to like do work and everything? <laughs> So I've actually had a shift in the past several years since the pandemic about making allowances for kids who might need it. I think mental health has become a priority and a large number of the 504s that we've received in the last two or three years deal with things like stress and anxiety and depression. Um, and it makes me realize how many kids are probably struggling and don't have that documentation. So in my class, I've taken a lot of those accommodations like um, extra time on assignments when requested or um, needing to take a break to like center oneself and actually build them into my classroom policy. Mm -hmm. So for example, if you are just overwhelmed with so much stuff or something happened in your family, um, if you send me an email or if you mark on Google Classroom that you need more time, that extension is automatically granted, right? As opposed to five years ago when I was like, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think that I have tried to build in those accommodations um, just as part of my coursework as a good teaching practice, mm -hmm. rather than having kids having to feel like they are extra vulnerable and say like, I don't have paperwork, but here's my situation. So it's a blanket statement. It's none of my business unless you want to share with me why you need that more time. Um, and last year and this year, I think it has been very effective. I don't feel like students are taking advantage of it. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that that's really encouraging. Okay, thank you so much. I was actually honestly very surprised by how um, accepting that Miss Johnson was towards students who don't have 504s and IEPs. Considering, I feel like many teachers in the past wouldn't have been as tolerant. But I also think COVID has changed a lot. The pandemic has changed how we approach education, how we approach mental health, and just everything has been re-inspected, I think. And so to hear that has been very reassuring. Um, and next, I will include my interview with Mr. Ben. Are you, like, 
accommodating towards students who do not have 504s or IEPs but uh, are struggling with like anxiety or depression and cannot keep up with their schoolwork? You know, we, I think all of us teachers, I, I'm speaking for myself of course, but I think most teachers try to make some accommodations. One of the difficulties we have is, well there's several difficulties we have. One is teachers are uh, teachers. Teenagers are really good uh, at keeping things internal and frequently don't share when there are issues or concerns and they try to hide or mask it. Yeah. And so frequently we don't catch things until it's at a situation where it's bad, you know, grade wise or whatever. Um, so that's one problem. The second problem is that we also have um, large class sizes. And they're not huge classes, but they're big enough where it's it's sometimes hard to to get those individuals that are struggling the attention they need. Do we try to? Sure. Um, I know, like I will notice things when it comes time to put in grades and stuff. I know kids are missing this or missing that, and then you know we'll follow up with it and say, "Hey, what's going on? Where's this? What's going on?" And and most of the time, if something's going on, we can you know give an extension or something like that. Uh, if the student is trying to trying to do it, but I, I think the real important part, and it's really hard, is that the student or the parents need to reach out to the teacher because we don't always see everything, yeah. we don't always get those detectors. Uh, a lot of times, things like depression uh, are internalized, yeah. and you really, in, in the hour or two hours that we see them during the day, they're in a different mode. And they may not be distributing, you know, showing those those yeah. so, so that's always a difficult thing. Um, we try to we try to accommodate, but it's hard. Um, you know, 160 students per teacher. It's a lot. You can lose people. Yeah. And it does happen. And uh, you know, um, so uh, there are some things in place to, to help out. Um, you know, with the, with the counselors and with other resources. So we try to use those too. Do you think you've always been like more open-minded about this stuff? Because I know you know all the teachers. No, are. I don't think so. I actually think uh, post-pandemic or post-lockdown, I should say, uh, my approach has been a little different. Um, I've sort of shifted more, and it's the, you got to remember too. I've got different scales uh, or different levels of, of students. Yeah. I've got AP students and I've got general ed students and they're the same people most of the time but the intensity for the AP is such that um, there are definite hard and fast deadlines and yeah. definite yeah. Uh, criterion that need to be met. With the general ed population I think there is a little bit, I think the one thing that the pandemic lockdowns taught us is that there is, if we're looking for learning and we're looking for mastery, and we want students to master a subject, Sometimes that means giving extensions or, or working around or, or doing alternate activities. But that also means, too, that students need to understand that if you're in one of those situations where you're working in that situation, that that doesn't automatically mean your grade's going to be an A. Yeah. You still have to work for it. You still have to do stuff. But, but yeah, I think, we, I think we've all changed a little bit about the way we approach this. Overall, after interviewing Ms. Johnson and Mr. Ben, I feel like many teachers have shifted the way they view like mental health and the way it like, impacts students. Like I know many teachers are trying to be more accepting of kids who may not have the documentation to show like, oh, hey, here, I'm suffering, uh, give me more time on this. No, it's more so just they're trying to become more understanding and I really appreciate that because I myself have struggled very much so and I still continue to with my anxiety 
I feel like it's really hard for me to give presentations or to work in groups and other stuff like that. So to hear that these teachers are trying their best to make students more comfortable in their learning environment is really nice to hear. And I just wanted to like say that regardless of whether you have a 504 and IEP or you don't, you are not any less intelligent or like weak. Like mental health is a very serious thing. And I feel like people haven't taken it seriously until after the pandemic. And I just want people to know, like, there is nothing wrong with asking for help. And if anything, I encourage you to, because why should you suffer alone? You, when you have an option or a chance to alleviate your pain or whatever anguish that you may be experiencing. So yeah, thank you for listening and have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks, Jocelyn, for that segment. That's all we have for this episode of Peak Speaks. I hope you guys enjoyed. Let's take a minute to say, if you are interested in joining our podcast or you think, um, you know, it's kind of mid, like I could do it better, come to the journalism informational meeting on the 23rd at Flex of this month, February, just for specification. Um, we are having a little informational meeting about the course and what you can do to be part of the Eagle era in the Beak Speaks. So I hope you guys, for those of you who are interested, I hope you show up. There will be free food and it will be lots of fun. And although it's an informative meeting, like informational meeting, it's it's very calm. It's very chill. So I hope you guys show up. It's in Savoy's room, room 712. And other than that, I hope you have a wonderful day. Enjoy the nice weather and I will see you next time.